Hey, what up? It's Brad with Home Love Construction. Welcome to the first episode of the Pasco Pros Podcast. I'm incredibly, incredibly excited to start this podcast um, for a few reasons. One, there are a lot of people in Pasco County especially doing cool things that no one really knows about and their stories are not getting told. So this is my piece of trying to change that Two, I are, I can already see where this is going to go. And I'm so pumped for all the people I'm going to get to meet and grow my relationship with and talk to and get to know on a deeper level. Uh, and three, I'm super excited for, uh, the people who I don't know are out there who you, the listener are going to bring to my attention. Hopefully if you like what I'm doing here. So, that being said, uh, I'm just going to jump right into the first episode. This is Gil McWilliams. He owns McWilliams and Son Incorporated. They do AC, heating, and electrical. And uh, I think you're really going to like – Gil is just a very down-to-earth guy. He's just very practical. Um, he runs a big business. He's got to make ends meet at the end of the month. He's got a lot of people counting on him to just make shit happen. And he really delivers. So I've always been super impressed with Gil from the day I met him. And I think you're going to be too. Enjoy. There's a bunch of people in Pasco County. I think you're one of them. There's like a lot of people who are doing interesting business things who have never really had the opportunity to like kind of like tell their backstory a little bit and like kind of give their like two cents on how business should be and how it is in Pasco County and stuff like that. So this is kind of like like just to sit down in a conversation i'm just going to ask like questions that i think are interesting if there's anything like you want to bring up feel right. free like it's so you want to start with just talking like a quick like comic book origin story like this is gillick williams this is he got bit by a ac spider and then became an ac superhero what's your backstory my backstory is yeah uh, basically i got introduced to ac at a young age up north my uh, father yeah. had a big business up there and um, I started out making like sheet metal work and stuff like that, sweeping floors actually. And um, years later, you know, I never wanted to do the same thing my father did. So years later, I st- got in the sheet metal shop in high school because I already knew sheet metal. So I had a good job there. Yeah. And then I went to the military and I had worked with him over the summers before I went to the military. And I ended up doing an aerospace ground mechanic, anything electrical, mechanical, hydraulic. So same time, I didn't want to do the same thing he did. I was actually in doing the same kind of trade. Yeah. Yeah. And um, when I got out, I still fought it. How old were you when you got out? Uh, I got out early, about 1920. Okay. So I still fought the idea of doing AC like him. I want to do something different. And I've always been thriving to do something different. Yeah. That's why I'm always dibbing, dabbing in different things. Yeah. yeah. So what happened was um, when I finally got serious about it and I said, all right, this is what I'm going to do. That's when I think the economy tanked back in 91, 92. There was a dip. So I just went full force yeah. into AC yeah. and then pretty much ran with it from there. Yeah. And then, um, actually, I love the trade. Um, I like working in the field versus uh, <laughs> yeah. managing people <laughs> sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's always stressful because you can't control some things. But um, the main thing is, is, like, you know, I know when I go out there, I try to do the right thing by people. Yeah. And then um, obviously I get the referrals and uh, probably the referrals are number one for support of the community, helping me out and uh, keeping our name recognized out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Did you learn, I mean, you're, you've been through the paces in your life and a, a super established like businessman in your business, super established. Was there a time when you like had like a learning 
learning experience, I was like, oh shit, I should just do the right thing by people and just make my life a lot easier? Or did your dad like kind of drive that into you really early? If you, you know, met my dad, yeah, <laughs> he'll do nothing wrong. Yeah. You know, he's a big guy and you know, <clears throat> yeah. he kind of like, you know, all you, he always told me is the only thing you have is your word 100%. and you keep your word yeah. and um, I always follow that. So if yeah. I keep my word to people, you know, if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. Yeah. You know, and then uh, normally I never had to look back or look on my shoulder and question that I do the right thing because I did exactly what I would do for my own self. And that's, yeah. I think if it's good enough for me yeah. and I'm pretty picky about my trade, then it's got to be great for the next guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, what is there any reason like that you haven't moved out of Pasco County? Because you grew up here yeah. and your business has been here basically since like since you started working with your dad and it was, it was McWilliams before and then it became McWilliams and son yeah. with you. Okay. Right. And you continued it with Devin. Yeah. And yeah. the only reason I did work McWilliams because someone already had the corporation from an S yeah, corp, yeah, yeah. to the S corp from self-employed. Yeah. And then even McWilliams, some, there's another company on Texas got the name. So I guess there's a lot of people named McWilliams in the field. That's what oh. I'm thinking. Um, <laughs> what got me in, uh, basically into what was the question about? About like being in Pasco, like why? So why? I, I think a lot about like would it be better for us to just like try to just pick up and move to Dunedin because there's so much more like development yeah. there. What like is there anything that's like interesting to you about Pasco or? Well, one thing is, I often think about relocating, going somewhere else. Yeah. You know, the bigger, better thing. Mm-hmm. What's happened is I, I've been so established here. I grew up. I know my dad's friends, my friends, my son's friends mm-hmm. so being a third generation business for me to pick up and relocate and even try to come close to the resources i have here or yeah. even make the same amount of money the money i'm not sure about but the context you know what i mean to me it's a lot smoother if you know know your opponents right right yeah exactly so, yeah huh. so for me to relocate it's not happening this would be the last place i yeah. work at <laughs> yeah what did you think of, uh, you did Leadership Pasco, what, five? 2014. 2014? Yeah. Five, almost five years. Yeah. What did you think of Leadership Pasco? Because I'm doing, you know I'm this, in this year's class, right? Um, lived in the area for a long time, <clears throat> since 1981. Yeah. Um, mostly on the west side of Pasco. Did not know, I knew locations and places over there, but did not know a lot of the history. Even some of the history in West Pasco, I don't know. So... Uh, leadership, I think, is a great thing. I think, uh, you know, military is a great thing. Everything I've done in my life yeah. has either taught me something and I took away from each thing I've done yeah. to help better myself out there. Yeah, yeah. What, um, total, totally different subject. How do you think about hiring? Like, how do you, if you're, do you basically wait until, you, well, I guess there's a couple questions. A, do you wait until you really need somebody and hire them or do you hire preemptively? And then B, do you screen people or do you just like kind of let them come in and weed themselves out? What's, how do you go the whole thing? First, ask a couple questions. Yeah. Um, like what? Do you have a driver's license? Because we live in Pasco. Yeah. yeah uh, <laughs> um, That's not a deal breaker. Are, are, us, are, you, are you uh, <laughs> drug free? <laughs> you know, yeah. um, we do background checks. We do uh, a 10 panel drug test on them. Uh, we try to make sure we have you a, do it yourself. We have outside people do it for us. Yeah. Your well, we make sure we have. We go through Quest and stuff like that and have them do it. Okay. And different yeah. people to check those out. Okay. That way we have a good reference. It's not like yeah, yeah, yeah. from our own company. But right. then we do our own research. Uh, Facebook is a great thing with the younger generation. Yeah. Everyone likes airing all their stuff. And nowadays everyone's getting tagged where they've been, what they did. So it's not a good idea I mean, yeah. to air all your stuff out there like that. Yeah. 
So what's like, what are like red flags for you? Well, I mean, obviously like not having a license or not being able to pass a drug test. Like when I see a guy that doesn't even work for me and he's calling in sick and I just seen him at the Super Bowl party and it shows pictures of him drinking and partying and he's calling sick. At least yeah. be honest. I mean, that's the biggest thing. If you're, if you had a, a good time at a Super Bowl party, let me know. That way I'm not expecting you to come in and by nine o'clock you're already an hour late and you're saying, Hey, uh, yeah. I'm not, I'm feeling really sick. And I go, wow, that's nice. Yeah, and you, exactly. So yeah. that's a flag. Like you're already lying to me. So then, uh, you know, I don't like that. And not being considerate. So you kind of like you're, would you say, I mean, I, I don't know. Cause I don't get, unfortunately, I don't get to like see you interact with your employees actually ever. I've never seen you around your employees. It's always either like you or like the guys on the job. Right. But do you feel like maybe it's like, I really take care of you? Cause I get the impression you really take care of your employees. Just from knowing I, how you treat your friends. I try to get my, my guys to think more and more about the job, yeah. about the expense, about the whole picture of it and work as a team. Yeah. Because even my business wouldn't be as big without mm -hmm. the team. I can't do everything myself. Yeah, and, right. You know, I used to try to micromanage and do it all myself and that doesn't quite work out because all it does is make me work hard and have yeah. employees that aren't. Yeah. Nowadays, I can draw a little diagram of the work I need done and my guys will implement it. Yeah. And then they can call me for our questions, but normally they can just go right through with it how long did it how long like i don't know you probably don't have like an exact number but was it a struggle to like get to that point to where like that was implemented to where you could just very like simply communicate what you wanted and everybody just kind of understood because that's i feel like we're at that point to where we're close for us in, yeah in i business. remember seeing the video you had on the thing about you know like uh you know i like tell people like yesterday was a great example one of our teams ended up working 6 30 well the other team was done by three yeah. Well, my labor costs would have been another two hundred hours on that day on that job. Yeah. If the other two other team would have came in and gave me a quick hand, they could have been done by four 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 thirty, home with their family, and you know they would have got more hours here. Mm -hmm. It would save these guys more late because as of today, yeah, one of my guys had a call in sick because he, he put in a long day and it was a it was it was a tight job. It was a yeah. hard job. Yeah. So. So now they cost me a guy for the next day and now I'm getting backed up. Yeah. So yeah. I always tell my guys work as a team. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. the main thing. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. What, um, I want to talk about Doug a little bit, if that's cool. How did, how did you meet Doug? And like, do you want to like, like explain who Doug is? Doug's basically your right hand from where I sit. Like you're set, you're maybe first or second wife. Okay. I don't know where, he, I don't know how Julie <laughs> feels about it. Doug is yeah, my uncle. Okay. Oh, he but he's actually your uncle. He's my uncle through marriage. So <laughs> it's Julie's That's uncle, right. yeah. and they're only about two months apart. Yeah. So and he has the same features, like very good with computers. Yeah. Very OCD. <laughs> um, so I have a wife at home, and I have <laughs> it's like a second guy, you know. Yeah. And they're both. It's almost like they're both identical. The way keeping things clean and organized. Yeah. So when Doug first started with me, it was, um, you know, really couldn't afford to have Doug. Yeah. And oh, really? Yeah. So huh. so when you're talking about hiring people, you know, there's a lot of times I couldn't afford to hire someone and I would hire them. And then what it did, it freed me up out of office. I used to do everything in the office as far as, you know, maybe not to the level that we're doing it now because we're yeah. a smaller company, but it let me be out in the field more. So what happened is business grew in time, which covers his, his salary. So you made it up on the back end. Because That's I'm really out in the field. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not stuck in office. I'm not pulling. Even nowadays, he doesn't even have to pull permits. We have Maria to go pull permits. So yeah. so in turn, 
we're passing some of the, the smaller stuff down and keeping key people yeah. in positions and yeah. we're growing the company. And that's yeah. probably been our good success with, even with our guys on the field. Like yeah. we have one guy make sure we meet our inspectors, make sure we're doing things up to code, um, yeah. everything right, just yeah. so we can have professionalism with perfection out there. Yeah, 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 absolutely. That's, so that's funny that, were you like nervous when you brought Doug in? Were you like, cause you knew you had to pay him to, to the level that he commanded based on his merit of like what he could do. Were you like, oh shit, I don't know if I can swim this. Cause we just did that. Like when we well, brought in Sean, he was only here for a little we bit. Had, but, me and him already talked about it for a while. And I had made some changes in my life too, which you know freed up some money and, and got real with the business. Yeah. And um, when I did those changes, things actually, you know, seemed to pan out better for us, you know? And we worked as a team on it and anything at the beginning, he rode with me, yeah. he helped me. He wasn't in the office. So he was out in the field or in the office. It was one of two things. Mm -hmm. But as it, we grew with more employees and all that, we were able to get more people working in the field with us. Yeah. So it kind of freed it up. Then at one point, he needed more people in the office because we have so many people on the backside. Yeah. So yeah. it kind of worked out really well. You said you made changes in like, do you want to talk about any of those changes or are they like super personal? Like, Well, back in 08, yeah. when the uh, market crashed, yeah. you know, yeah. Basically, I lost retirement. Yeah. A couple of things I did. I changed some people's places and things. I quit drinking. I quit doing a lot of things. Yeah. And um, I haven't drank in over eight years or yeah. a party. I started yeah. getting real life. And that probably was a drawback when people even work with me. Yeah. Because, you know, who knows what my reaction is on stuff. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, those are, you know, I'm here to lead by example. Like, yeah. some things you may change in your personal life. Yeah. Yeah. Were you, were you pretty like, sorry to interrupt you, but were you like kind of like, did you feel like you were reactive back then? Like something could just like kind of just set, you were like a loose cannon, like something could kind of just set you off. When it, not like set you off necessarily, but like, I don't mean like anger, I mean like emotionally. Like it could really just, just like drive you if something like bad happened versus now you let it roll off. Yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, I, I try to take a breath <laughs> before I do it. Yes. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's times even now that, that things, but I don't let other problems get underneath my skin so much where yeah. it's going to stress me out because I don't have time for that. I'm more going for my end game here. Yeah. So, you know, my son's in the business, yeah. you know, working on a third generation wave, uh, Doug's son's in the business. Yeah. Uh, his girlfriend. We have a lot of family yeah. and friend oriented business. Yeah. And uh, with that, I mean, everyone's thinking about everybody else and how we can see together. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, what, do you, like, <clears throat> what do you attribute your, like, family cohesiveness to? I know that's a weird question. Like, it doesn't seem business-related, but, like, you, <clears throat> like, you're, I would actually almost think of, like, Doug and, like, his family as, like, like, you guys are just, like, one big family. You're right. just kind of, like, all, <clears throat> one thing that's been interesting to me, like, being in leadership, Pasco, and more, like, getting into networking groups and stuff like mm -hmm. that, is when you get a group of people, like, even, like, three or four, all working towards the same thing. Like, shit gets crazy. You can get a lot done. Well, another oh. friend of mine, uh, yeah. my buddy Rob, he yeah. always says, many hands make light work. Of course, yeah. yeah. So when everyone has a common goal, yeah. and it's, and the common goal is to make sure we all get a paycheck at the end of the day, yeah. and we support our families. Mm -hmm. you know, that's, that's the main goal, is that we can actually live, and maybe live a little bit better than we have in the past. Mm -hmm. And if that's achieved, then like, even my wife, she stays at home, she, keep, she keeps the whole house in order. Yeah. But she also, she's on the social media, she's marketing. So yeah. right there, she's giving me jobs every day or every other day. Right. So right. 
not say she's not working. She is working. So she is bringing yeah. the stuff. Yeah. And she's like specialized. Mm-hmm. Like specialized. Just the mark. Yep. Yeah. The marketing part that. and social media. Yeah. yeah. So it's one less thing I have to handle myself because I'm not as good at computers as them yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you know what? I got to know. I got to stick with what I know best. <laughs> and me is uh, fixing AC units when they break down. Yeah. And uh, being out in the uh, community and uh, marketing yeah. the business. Do you ever jump at like at this is something I'm, I've been thinking about lately? Is do you ever jump out and like and go out for a day and work with with your guys? I know you're having like hip stuff right now, yeah. like physically. Um, I don't exactly go out on the installs as yeah. much as I used to. Yeah, yeah. If we had three installs, I'll pull a crew and I'll help them and I'll help them do that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, most time I'm I do run service calls. I do work the weekends. Oh, really? I work yeah. the weekends too. So it takes a, that's one thing. It does take a lot away from their family yeah. time. People yeah. don't realize like, well, how many hours do you work? Do you work over 40? I wish <laughs> I just worked over 40. Yeah. I mean, you know, I get up every morning, 536. I'm out the door before 637. Yeah. I get home six o'clock to eight o'clock, 10 o'clock. Yeah. Anyone that's known me in this community for years, will tell mm-hmm. you like, I seen him at Friday night. You know, at ten o'clock, working at a local uh, mm-hmm. restaurant bar. Or whatever. No, Jeff has seen you. At yeah. 10 o'clock. Oh yeah, he did. Like, I think he four did see you. Yeah. So, and Mom, then uh, you remember where Jeff saw Gil downtown? Yeah, Brooklyn? it was the. Um, it's the garage place. The garage bar. The yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. My buddy. He's yeah. like, he just. I came in Saturday morning. He's like, hey, saw Gil last night. I was like, oh, you guys went out together. He's like, no, he was working. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was he partying? No, I don't party no more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, the same time, like, like Sunday morning. Like when it's really hot out there, I don't want like our senior citizens or something. Like that. I don't want them to have to suffer. If I can fix it, I'll yeah. fix it. Yeah. There's no guarantee of fixing a weekend because sometimes you need an oddball part. Yeah. yeah but yeah, if yeah. you ever seen my truck, it's always cluttered. Uh, there's a lot of parts in there. Yeah, that is. So true. my chances of fixing it, and this is a major part. Yeah. With a compress, that means you need a new system. Basically, mm-hmm. it's a major part. Mm-hmm. I can only get it up and running. Yeah. Yeah. And I have a, a shop and a warehouse area with a lot of stuff that sometimes I pull. It, I'm like, this is an oddball part. I better keep it because. Even my supply houses won't have that, yeah, but I do. Yeah. So that comes yeah, in for handy like too. Units or, mm-hmm. Yeah. Or oddball, like I have a shipping container full of oddball blower motors and yeah. fans and stuff. Yeah. Have you read very many business books? I read the cover. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. yeah. I. Yeah. I'm not a good reader, but I know. I mean, that's something I. I never been good at. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like to. Uh, I read the cover and I talk to the people and, uh, you know, I start reading. I might get maybe few pages in but yeah. I'm, I'm bored yeah so yeah. understandable I'm more hands-on and talking with other uh, yeah either business leader and philanthropist on what how they got successful yeah yeah. I like hanging around people that's already made it or 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 very successful just like you're doing too yeah so that's why I said I still look other people look at you and see yeah and yeah, sometimes yeah. They'll, they'll mention like I'll call you and I'll say hey I liked what you did on that thing yeah. and I say hey I do not like that take that one off right <laughs> yeah. because if no one tells you if something is wrong or bad, yeah, how do you know? Right. Like if you go to a restaurant and say that food or that tea was old tea or something, or the food was yeah. or the fish wasn't cooked, mm-hmm. if you don't say anything, they can't correct a problem. Yeah. So they need to be able to correct those problems. Yeah, there's like a saying. It's like um, the customer you have to worry about is not the one that's complaining. It's the one who had a bad experience and isn't complaining because you don't even get the opportunity to fix it. You don't even know that it's wrong. Right. You know, and that person just goes away probably forever. Right. Which is, yeah. So the customer, like they always say, the uh, rule number one, customer is always right. Rule number right. two, you don't think so. See rule number one. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of times, if things happen, I, I'm not here to argue. If something's wrong and it's legitimately our fault, yeah, we'll fix it, hands yeah. down. Yeah. It's not even a question about the money. It's yeah, about right, right. making sure the customer, because when you burn that bridge, mm-hmm. the customers, you might have 10 more 
I mean, you're losing more by not you taking care. You never know. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Now, if something's not your fault and all, then you you know what? You're not going to fix it. But if it's something your fault, yeah, you you have to own it. Yeah. And I think you said it before. You got to own. Like, if there's a problem, let tell me or the foreman guy what's yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah. Do yeah. not let the customer tell me that you just put a foot through the ceiling. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty obvious. I mean, yeah. don't do that. Because <clears throat> yeah. I don't like being surprised. Like, oh, by the way, um, I have a picture of your guy's foot hanging out of the ceiling. Like, really? No yeah. one said that the whole job. Yeah. Yeah. So, don't like that one. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't happen often, but I mean, yeah, if it yeah, does, yeah. I mean, I then we'll take care of it. Yeah, yeah, of course. Of course. The reason I asked about the business books <clears throat> is because just like as you're talking, I can see like between, because I've read a lot. I'm like a big, a big reader. Mm-hmm. Actually, I don't read. I listen to books on Audible, which I think you might, you might want to try that at some point. Even if you just do like something that you know will be entertaining, just to like as a, as a like gateway drug, it's really good and it's easy and it like it takes up like drive time when you're not on the phone because even I'm getting on the phone a lot while I'm driving, but it's if I'm driving around a lot, I can get through a lot of books really. And you can listen on one point five times speed also, so you can <laughs> listen to them fifty percent faster. But anyways, <clears throat> um, the reason I brought that up is because you're like <clears throat> like I can see principles that are in these books. Mm-hmm. Just in like the stories that you're giving me through your own experience. So like that to me is really like, and if it's something that like I agree with and I hear you say it and I like read it in this book, I'm like, oh shit, okay. I need to just like go full blast on that. Like getting buy-in, for example, like that's what you're describing with your team and your company. Mm-hmm. All, all you're describing is like building, like just team building and like generating buy-in in your employees, which is like <clears throat> the the hardest thing to do and the most valuable thing to do. And what it really requires, I think at the end of the day, yeah. most people would say is like, it requires the person who's doing it, the leader to be vulnerable. Like not, and not in like a weakness way right. and like you're open and honest with people. Well, if my guys, like we have a certain way we do certain installs yeah. and sometimes that the job location changes, not the job, but in certain situations you got to be adaptable to, to try that. Like there's some things where I've done like, Oh, I think that works better than what we've been doing. Let's start doing that on the jobs for now yeah. on. And I'm like a chameleon. I will change yeah. color. I will I will evolve and to make sure yeah. that we can keep tweaking and not change the wheel, but make it maybe <clears throat> greasier. Change the bearings. Or, yeah, yeah. Make it make it better before. Powder coat it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah. Like yeah. the books, you were talking about the books and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, I didn't go to college. Right. Right. I did graduate high school and yeah. I did have some training in the military, stuff like that. Yeah. But the, and, and PBTI. But the thing is, most of it's always been OJT. And I've yeah. learned a, a lot of times. In case you don't know the exact So I learned, <laughs> I learned a lot of times about, uh, you know, without going, without paying for the college education, yeah. hard knock school. Yes. And uh, yeah. when you come out of your pocket and you have to own up everything that you do and you uh-huh. have to keep the customers happy. You got to make sure you do everything right. Um, you know what? Sometimes things are out of control and uh, it bites you. Yeah. But hopefully I learned that the fire is hot and I don't keep burning myself. <laughs> yeah. And uh, with yeah. that, you know, we're very successful that way. Yeah. Yeah. But I've learned not through books, mostly, mostly OJT. Yep. And I've dealt with so many business people. I've seen businesses close. I've seen business successful. Seen, I've seen them yeah. close after being successful too. So there's a five guy line. Even ourselves, one time we went a little labor heavy. We had too many people. And I'm like, okay. And right now I'm in that phase. I'm, I'm reeling it back in a little bit. So we're growing, then we're shrinking. We're growing, then we're shrinking. Yeah. How many years have you been in business? 
Uh, McWilliams' son been here since '04, and McWilliams been since '81, '82. Yeah. Damn. So Damn. we're we're getting close to 35, 40 years. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's sick. Yeah. Yeah, we're almost on, almost in the forty year mark. Yeah, that's some serious longevity too. Like the like the amount, even even like in our business, seven years that it's been just like like roller coaster up and down to be able to like navigate that, I think is really impressive. Well, you talked about that earlier, like you know depressions like 08, 010, that was a big yeah. one. The oil spill. I mean, different times. I probably went through three or four dips in the economy. Yeah. And to be able to survive that and be resilient at it and just make it work, mm-hmm. it takes a lot of work. Yeah. So when I put 80 to 100 hour weeks in, because I'll do whatever it takes to make sure that the business stay afloat. And if it means my guys, yeah. they're working for me, they deserve to get paid. Yeah. Even if I sacrifice my own pay. Hopefully yeah. I'll get it back in a few months, but yeah. yeah, I'll do that before I make sure my guys go without pay. Yeah, yeah. and some people, <laughs> I hear stories that their pay, their guys go without pay and they I get know. paid first. Yeah. And um, you know, like I hire guys. You talked about earlier. I hire guys sometimes, even though I don't need them, because I know next month and summer's coming yeah. or whatever. So I pick a lot of guys up in the winter yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't necessarily need that guy, but then I work him in the plan and I go out and get more work. And yeah. then next, you know. They're on the system. They're getting a 34. You ask any one of my guys that most of them work for companies in the wintertime and we're never busy. Yeah. Yeah. And we've pretty much for the last, God, 8, 10, 12 mm-hmm. years, we've mm-hmm. always been busy due to winter. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of days you have here and there where, you know, Christmas is coming years, but. Yeah, yeah. The holidays are weird. But you're going to have, you're going to have that. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you, that's out of your control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's take like a minute and you want to just like plug your business. Like what basically give your your pitch as if you're just like, that's, I, I think that's how I'm going to end each one of them is like whoever, whatever business I have on, just like whatever, like your pitch is explain like what you do. I mean, people probably kind of infer like what you do, but like what's special about you? Why should people like hire you to do their AC work in Pasco County, obviously? You know, we obviously do AC and electrical, right? Yep. Um, what sets us apart is, Literally, the owner actually comes out, sometimes does the work, and also bids the jobs. Yeah. And because I'm out there working in the field, I'm an OJT guy. So I can see things that other guys don't see. I'm not there to just sell a system. I'm there to correct the problems from the previous system that was installed mm-hmm. and then the issues you have moving forward to reduce breakdowns and uh, maintenance issues. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's no BS with us. So yeah. if I tell you you need this, you know, even if you don't have me do the job, I tell people and, and whoever sees it, they'll know. I said, you can call me, even if I don't do your work. At least yeah. I hope you get the go the right direction. Mm-hmm. I go, but do you really want to go the right direction with someone that doesn't know it because I told you it? Or are you going to go with someone that's already been there and done that and knows how this is going to work yeah. out for you? Yeah. So you can, that's a toss up. So yeah. there's no BS with us. Um, what I say is what we're going to do. And that's that, you know, keep my word. That goes back to the word thing. So, and we've yeah. been really successful with it, and uh, we have a yeah. lot of referrals, yes. a lot of people that can, uh, uh, you know, vouch yeah. for that. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of people who know you, you just have, like, a lot of goodwill in the community. Mm-hmm. I mean, and especially with We us, give back. You do. To, to not just people in need, but people also who, like, like business associates, too. Not, yeah. not just us, you know, yeah. like... You There's know, a lot of stuff. Around. We don't... Yeah. People, like, they'll see stuff that we do out in the community. Yeah. But people don't even know the actual mountain of stuff that we do out there. Yeah. Between mentoring people, helping, you know, kids. I, I try to educate them so they can have a yeah. even an easier way or better like today we're lunch with another uh, 
AJ, the guy that does the filmmaking and stuff. Yeah. So yeah. we were with him, and we're going over different percentages and stuff like that uh-huh. on the Save and Make program. Yeah. And that Save and Make is for personal. It's for yeah. business. Yeah. And today, what we do, we save money, right? <laughs> yeah. Or you yeah. save money. Yeah, yeah. On your <laughs> end and my end. So, I mean, it was yeah. a win-win. Yeah. So yeah. all I can say is, uh, you know, that's why uh, there's no lying in team. Yeah. So while we're together. Absolutely. And I appreciate any advice that you guys have for me yeah. or vice versa because I never know when yeah. I'm going to learn the next new thing. My number one piece of advice is put out more content like on social media because you guys do such awesome work and have so much goodwill. Even if it's just, and we'll do it, we'll help, we'll get you started. I'll do videos for you. I don't give a shit. Like for free. Like if I like that people word for understood, free. yeah, I know you do. I know you do. 100% discount. time zero yeah got it if people really started to understand like people just need to see you and kind of understand how you think about things and how you operate and it'll go like it'll just go it'll go crazy because you already know so many people who like you who will share it for you like i would just say content like moving your marketing into you already do awesome marketing obviously but if you add on yep. somebody, you know. Well, times are changing. So like, 100%. you know, like I'm getting to that point where I'm becoming that old school guy, <laughs> which I didn't yeah. think that ever happened, but I am. Yeah, so, but yeah, with the uh, social media and the marketing and everything online, I mean, that's a, that's a huge presence yeah. out there. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, I appreciate it. All right. Thanks I for know. inviting me, man. Yeah, absolutely. All right, bud. Let me know when I can send AJ out with one of your crews. All right. I mean, I have to run with me on a couple of service calls or something like that. Yeah. And of, of what I do and why. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes a difference. Yep. As long as I don't start at 530 like you. <laughs> no. He thinks he can get out of it. He thinks he can get out of it. <laughs> no. That's what happened. Okay, cool. Awesome. Thank you for doing this, seriously. Yep, no problem. I really appreciate it. All right, that was Gil McWilliams with McWilliams and Son Incorporated. I hope you really enjoyed that episode. I know I really enjoyed sitting down and talking with Gil. And uh, a really, really important point here. If you're still listening at this point, you are in, you are about it, you like what I'm doing, hopefully, or you just listened as a pity listen. Either way, I'll take it. What I need you to do is I need you to share this podcast. Please tell one person about this podcast one that's all i need one and if each person who's listening to this just tells one and next week one more we'll grow a real community here that's what i want for this i want this to be a real community and a podcast where if there's someone who you want to know more about you can learn about them through me or if there's someone that you think needs to be interviewed and and have a spotlight put on them you can do that through me so use this use this as an opportunity um you can email home love construction at gmail.com oh, this is gonna be a mess sorry mom <laughs> but if if you have any requests any questions any comments email home love construction at gmail.com with anything you want uh and i'll be happy to answer thank you again for listening and peace